It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Before we get to that, I want to say everybody... Hey, make sure you subscribe to the channel, man. Yes. Right now, make sure we got the memberships available for you. $199 tier gives you the loyalty badges, the emojis. We got Jason Lloyd emojis now. He's up on the list. We're doing things like that. We're doing it pretty big. We're doing it. Members, and by the way, we got the members only community tab. The community tab lives forever. So even after you watch it and on the man, community tab is still jumping. Put your thoughts in there and we'll, we'll definitely check those out. I'm in there all the time. $499 coaches tier. And this is the tier you want. You bonus know. content. What are we doing today on the bonus content? Is uh, Mac Jones the dirtiest player in the NFL? Is that what we're doing? Yeah. yeah well, Mac Jones is dirty. He is. We're talking about dirty. That's his boy he took out this week. Dirty, Your team. Dirty, I know. Bro. I didn't like that. I was pretty unhappy he about was that. That's what and, doing. All right. So that's coming up later today. And even if you – here's the thing. The crazy thing about it is they say sometimes we know your pockets may not be like that. You know, budgets and everything. All you got to do is subscribe to the channel. Give us that like button. The like button is free. If we got a thousand people watching you at a time, theoretically, you should have a thousand likes, right? At least. True. And at we're least. less than 80, I believe, less than 80 subscribers away from 19,000. We really want to get Woo! there in these last couple of days before the end of the year. So guess what else is coming up? What? Legalized sports gambling right That's here true. in Ooh, Ohio. The time has arrived, Ohio sports fans. Sports betting is going live January 1st. That's this Sunday. Download the BetJack app today so you'll be ready to go all in on all the action. BetJack, Ohio's sports book. Bet on the Browns Sunday. Didn't we, did, I thought something I think you can't bet till Monday. You can't bet till Monday for some reason. Which is weird. Yeah, I think Sunday is like your login day and then Monday you can start Okay, so technically bets. you can't bet till Monday, which Makes is no the second. Sense. So Makes. next, you can't bet on the Browns, I guess. But the Monday night football game, who's playing? Oh, it's the Bengals and the Bills. Bengals, Bills, great game. Uh, so you can bet on that. That'll be the first NFL game you can bet on, I guess, if you got to wait till the second. Uh, right now, it's time for Coach Tyvis. Tyvis, you going over a couple of plays for us? Tell yeah. us what plays you're going over here. So these plays that I'm going on over today yeah. will be kind of the wildcat. You know, Taysom Hill comes in. Yeah, I'm gonna show some of the. Some well, of let the... me ask you this before you even get into the play, because G and I on did the post game, and we were losing our minds because every single face. time that Taysom Hill came in the game, and every single time. Alvin Kamara lined up in shot uh, in uh, well in shotgun to run the Wildcat. Every time, without exception, they ran the ball. Yeah, and it seemed like the Browns were clueless about to, that. So what the hell see. happened? Okay, so well, I'm t- <laughs> what happened? <laughs> so look, gee. So let me get to it. Purely disgusted. Let me make sure. I'm, okay, so we good. All right. So when I look at this thing, <laughs> we know the Browns' base defense or their shell. Is always one high. So you could always imagine they're running cover three or they're running cover one out of this. In this particular situation right here, they come out, the Saints come out of what we call 22 personnel. We call it 22 personnel because they have one, two tight ends and one, two running backs. So that stands for 22. So you get 22 personnel. Now, how this thing fits up is theoretically, 
wherever he goes, wherever the ball goes, you got a guy who, okay, so everybody's gapped up. Let me, let me make that clear right now. We gapped up. Boom. He got that outside gap. He got that gap. He got that gap. Blah, blah, blah. And, and, and by the way, if you, if you, if you're the defensive end at the bottom of the screen and, it, and you got two tight ends over there, you should already be alerted. The GT is coming. That means you're getting blocked down on or they trying to get the edge. Yep. So you should be alerted yeah. that, hey, I got to keep some sort of leverage here. By the way, in this play, is that Kamara or is that uh, or is that Taysom, Taysom Hill? Hill? That's Kamara. Taysom Hill. Okay, okay, that's Kamara. And, okay. and also, Tyler showed me this earlier. Greg, we circled Greg Newsom. That's who we're really watching this play. Yeah, this is this the is, this is okay. who we're watching. This okay. is the key to the whole thing, right? Okay. Here. So, so what's his responsibility? His on responsibility. Play? He's a cover three guy. Okay? okay. In the past game, he's a cover three guy. However. Once he sees this guy blocked, now his key is this guy right here mm -hmm. because that's that's considered to be number one. So I, okay. at, at all responsibility, I got number one if he goes vertical. So when number one goes down and block as a corner, your job is to crack and replace. You come down, okay? So I'm gonna so essentially, you. Greg Newsom, a corner, is expected to replace the defensive end. Yes. Okay. To set the edge. Because what happened? So, so theoretically, if it, if it goes right, he's supposed to come down and be the new edge setter. Right. However, he would see it first, and he would probably get there. First. Okay. So we're gonna take you to the next slide to show you exactly how it looked. Mm. So, play is going already right now. This is the guy right here. This is still this is G new. Everybody else, there's been a block down on the yeah, on so the he D. Hasn't That's reacted. the DN right there getting blocked down. This is yeah. Dale, Dale Pitt has triggered and he's had uh, the running back that was back here leads blocks and he got that. This guard right here is coming from the other side. He's pulled over and mm -hmm. as you can see. He still has not pulled the trigger. What is Greg Newsom doing? And like, that's, what's he thinking there? So that right there is the key problem in this yeah. whole thing. Because if you think about it, I wish I could show you how, like the time it took him to get there. Yeah. If he triggers, he's making this block right here on this tackle down here. Where now Taysom Hill has nowhere to go with the ball. Because he keeps his outside free, shoulder free. You always you make contact with your right shoulder. You keep your left arm free to make sure that you got contained. But if he makes contact, he's not going to win. He's going to give up some ground because this is a guard that he's going against. Sure. However, everything is condensed down to where now all these guys can come in and make a play. You want to cup the athlete. That's what we call it, cupping the athlete so you take all the air out of it. But he's so late. I mean, look at him. He still yeah. has not taken a step down, which right. is mind-blowing to, 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 to me. To put this into perspective, Tyus, leave that right there. The line of scrimmage is the 34-yard line. He had taken a step back. The opposite side guard, left guard, is already at the line of scrimmage before he's even taken one step forward. So what is he thinking here? Is he scared so, to make the tackle? So, is he scared he's going to get killed by a guard? So, I mean, so the only thing that makes you slow on this is because yeah. you want to 1,000% make sure that they're not, not going the to ball. throw the ball. Right. However, the if, you, if you're looking at, I want to say, if you look at it, there is no, <laughs> no pass threats. No. Everybody has already is right. been identified. He has not taken a step forward yet. So he's the reason why this thing blows up and they get like a, they didn't get like an eight-yard gang on this play. But it could have been easily, think about it. If he comes up here, he sets this edge and it gets cupped. 
What is they going to say? Oh my God, it don't work. Let's just take right. that out. Yeah. Wait, yeah. When you say cup, does that mean kind of forcing Hill to cut back like, in the middle? So cup means this when you <coughs> squeeze it. Yeah. So basically, you got this. When you got guys coming from different angles, you yeah. want to cup this athlete. So this guy with the ball, if he goes here, hey, I'm here. You got this guy flowing over. He so it's has like a spider. You're... Yeah. It's like yeah. an umbrella. He has yeah, yeah, nowhere okay. to go with the ball. Now, the, the, and, but one guy fails at his job, it screws and, the whole and thing it, up. Well, the defensive end got reached too. <laughs> he, he got, he, well, got he, really, he had, he was in a big yeah, boy thing anyway. Yeah, he was. See, he, he remember we said he he got reached. The the force player, the the player that should be running the alley, you know, you, of course you think he's going to make that play. Hold but, on, G. We we apparently have breaking news here. What do you got, Earl? So breaking news from Ian Rappaport, Anthony Take Tag Board Four. Tua will mix week 17 with a concussion. As we all know, the Miami Dolphins is uh, fighting to try to make the playoffs. And uh, he's dealt with concussions all season. He's out again with another one. So the Browns would have had a legit chance. Yep. And the NFLPA (laughs) is investigating this as well. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it last last week. Had the Browns won their path. Now, you still need the Jets to lose one more game and the Patriots. A few other things to happen, but the Dolphins were the team, the along with the Ravens yeah. and Chargers. One of those three teams had to lose out. Obviously, the Ravens won. Obviously, the Chargers won. You needed Dolphins could very well lose out. It would have opened the door. Unfortunately, it didn't happen. We'll see if Tua might not play the rest of the year. If, if he doesn't, they're not going to the playoffs. <laughs> but, right. Sorry, G. Go ahead. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Break it. No, it just you know it's, it's one of them things where you know when you watch it defensively. Now, I talked to Tyvis. He, he was on my radio show the other day. Yeah. And they're in a cover three look, but there are some things that you can do defensively um, if you were in cover two or you were, you know, doing things like that. You could basically switch it and say, all right, well, now he's he ain't got to worry about nothing. He's just going to come up. Yeah. Like there's other plays where there's an adjustment where you don't be having to sit back and cover three and diagnose anything. Correct. Right. You okay. just know what it is, and that's one of so those you're adjustments. You should have made it easier. For so, this? so basically, that seems like a pretty easy. No, so, so basically, diagnosis. when I when I was with the Browns in 2017 for yeah. my little cup of tea for OTAs, yeah. Greg, Greg Williams was the defensive coordinator, and he specifically said Tyvis. Well, he didn't say me specifically. He was talking yeah. to the defense. He was saying specifically the Wildcat doesn't work, and I'm gonna tell you why it doesn't work anymore because. When I when they played against me, what I did was I ran cover two. I got two safeties on the roof and I got my corners. But the way I'm playing my corners is they're looking inside. So if they was to run Wildcat and it goes outside, they see run corners go shoot it. So now you got the outside leverage coming in. Now the athlete is already cut because now he can't get to the outside. Right. Everybody's flowing to the ball. There's no way for the runner, no way for the runner to go. Too many numbers. Right. Yeah. So that's what they should have done. And anytime you see a Wildcat formation, you can right. check okay. cover two and let these corners set the edge. And now it takes everything. Especially because the Saints ran it every single time they were yeah. in Wildcat. And I don't think there was a receiver out wide in that formation. No, that, he, no was, was he, was tight tight. he was in tight. He yeah. was in tight end. It was the tight end. So this next one is yeah. the same look. But wait a second. Before we get out, what I need, what I don't understand is, <laughs> what could Greg Newsom be thinking there? I don't, and that's the problem. Yeah, it's like, I don't know happened? why. But you remember, remember when they played Baltimore and J three? I was like, why didn't J three dive? And yeah. I drew it up and explained. Well, if if G new comes down and set this edge. It would actually squeeze the air out and make the tackle easier. He's had a problem this season for some odd reason, crack replacement, and I don't know why he's scared to pull the trigger. 
Next play's gonna show it too. Okay. But this next play, same same thing, except this time, I'll, instead of having a tight end, they decide to put a big boy in there. So they got a they got a nice little tackle or guard in there. So it's still twenty two personnel is how we right. would look at it. No receivers. No, re- the receiver is right here. It's one oh, receiver one in the game. Receiver. Okay. So same right. thing on this one. He gonna block down. He gonna block boom, and he gonna come out here and lead block. Taysom Hill's coming over here with this run. Let me go to the next thing uh, so you can see the action. Now, this one, he does a better job. He triggers, he comes down, and he actually is where he needs to be. Where is Newsom? This is is Newsom right here. Okay, all right. So, right now, it looks really good. Like, he's going to, if if he comes out here, it's one-on-one, he should make the play. Right. However, I don't have the picture for you. What happened is, he doesn't make this play, and it gets outside of him. Now, if you're going to be a guy that sets the edge, and the worst thing, you cannot give up the sideline because if you give up the sideline, right. it's nobody. If you blow out it, there. you blow it, forcing him inside. Yes, if you yeah. blow it, if you're gonna miss the tackle, you shoot the outside leg, make right. him at least cut it up because you got guys, you got guys coming across running. the field. Yeah, but yeah. he makes the mistake of getting, letting him get outside, and this turns into another eight-yard game. Did he so, get held? I mean, like, no, what he happened? didn't. No, no. So the blocker, he, he just kind of, he just kind of, he just blew it. Yeah, he kind of, you know what? He took that angle where. He took this angle in too too deep, and Taysom Hill was just able to get outside of him. So if you're gonna come, you gotta come with an angle where you don't get beat outside. He got out leveraged. Basically, that's crazy. He got out leveraged. But if you look at it right now, it's literally a free shot, and he just missed it. Right. There's really nobody blocking him. My point exactly. Yeah. He he got out leveraged on this play. And that's is that Taysom Hill running again? Yes, Yes. it is. Yeah. I mean, what I don't understand, man. (laughs) I know. I said the same thing. (laughs) You know, we always assume. When when a run and, and obviously the Browns defensive tackles suck. Yeah. But we always assume <laughs> it's the defensive line's fault when a run goes no, for a big DBs play. Are, are tied and those in. plays, it was all about the cornerback. DBs are tied into it as well. But yeah. and, and it's shocking because G New is a guy who's physical. He's a he's from Northwestern. They they teach him how to tackle. Even last year he's came up and tackle. He's playing he's playing year? the so nickel position where he's actually included in the box on a yeah. lot of these calls. So he should be able to know when it, when my guy blocks down, my key yeah. is all about reading your key. If my key blocks down, I'm going because I have to go replace this. Can I ask you a dumb question? Maybe not dumb, but it's obviously freezing on Saturday during the game. Yes. Taysom Hill is a load, mm-hmm. a big dude. Mm-hmm. Does the cold weather not want to tackle in cold weather have any impact on that, you think? I mean, it could, but these happen like second or third quarter. You should be over that. That's, that's a, a that's disgrace. A, that's a that's first quarter. No, I'm, just, I'm just asking. That's like, a first quarter thing. You know, it, everybody is a little cold, but once you feel that first contact and see what it feels like, it's like, all right, now I can handle it. I okay. see my body knows how to react to mm. it. I know what to expect. And when you go up there and get a, a guy like Taysom Hill, you don't necessarily have to go up there and knock the guy out and make the tackle. Grab a leg or something. Do something and you hold right, on right. until your guys get there. I'm not asking you to go out there and make a form fit tackle every time. Right. But do something to slow him down to buy guys. To At the very him. least, you hold his leg. Something. Safety comes in. Do something. Somebody else comes in and takes him out. Force him to go back inside. You, you, you got to – they playing with no – that's want to. That's passion. Yeah, that's, that's energy. And, and they ain't playing with none of that. So, it is – Honestly, after seeing that, I'm like, I'm benching Greg Newsom this week. Hmm. I mean, he don't really play that can't, much anyway. You can't do it because now you're going up against Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, and You know Jahan what? Give Dotson. me a guy who wants to play hard. Give me a guy who wants to make a tackle. I don't care if he's not as talented. Well, I don't know. All right, guys. Tiger good stuff, Coach, Coach Divis. Thank now you. it's time for one of our favorite things on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. It is true or false. Yes, Mikey, you have not seen the player? 
I know the player. I've not seen it. You didn't cheat for your fine uh, fellow behind the uh, scenes <laughs> mate there, Earl, did you? I swear no, I have not seen it. <laughs> I'm kidding. I know you wouldn't. Who is it? Who is the player? <laughs> so we decided to switch it up this week. Uh, I don't we, know. we do Cleveland-based players know. all the time. We're doing Terry McLaurin today. Terry yeah. McLaurin. You would think yeah, I have an ball. advantage. I, that's an unfair advantage. You would think. You would think. But he was a young guy, so you know. But you played with him, didn't you? I did, but he was young. Wow. He was a freshman when I was there. That I'm is willing unfair. to guarantee Tyvis don't know as much as y'all think he yeah, does. I, 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 yeah, yeah. All right, I, fair enough. Here we go. I trust you. Start us off, Earl. Here we go. Little music going. Oh, I like the music on this side even better. One second, I gotta get the question. No, it, it, it trips you out. Mm. <laughs> what? I won last week. You won last week, correct. I'm defending champ. You yeah. got to say about that. Last Bush. week was Lamar Stevens. Question number one. You ready? <laughs> Question number one. Let's take it, Earl. That's a one second. <laughs> oh, my God. Terry, Terry McLaurin had three straight 1,000-yard seasons in the NFL. So, y'all reading these, or what we doing? Are we reading them on our own? You guys got to read that. Terry McLaurin had three straight 1,000-yard <laughs> seasons in the NFL. Is that true or false? If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. This market don't work. Feeling good about this first question. And is there another market back there? Your marker's no good? No good. Got you, got you. Got nothing. Anthony, let's pull it together, will you? Aren't you in charge of markers? Oh, you, know, you, gonna, you guys are going to have to share. All right. Answers up. I, I got false. False. So G is true. Everyone else is false. What did you write, Tyrus? J is a hater. <laughs> 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 All right. Three falses, one true from G. Oh, I thought he didn't have a thousand yards last on, year. Man. I thought he didn't have Come on his now. first year. I knew what it was. I wrote, you know what the sad thing is? I wrote true and erased it. That always hurts. Them be the Tough. ones that hurt Always you go most. with your first feeling, right? All right, so G's got one. We all have zero. Question number two. Question number two. Terry McLaurin has more NFL touchdowns than he does college touchdowns. Mm. I ain't ready yet. He's not ready. Tyler said true. <laughs> Man, this is false. I feel, no, what's, what, who's that number 14 kid that used to play for the Buckeyes? Is that him? No, he was 17. No, he was 83 at Ohio State. 14 was KJ. Kill. Yeah, this is a this is this is a true. 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 KJ Hill is, is in the workforce, right? True across the board. We got true across the board. Steve, whenever you're ready. True. That is true. true. Right. Terry was a special teams demon in college. And KJ Hill had, <laughs> didn't he? Didn't KJ, he was, KJ Hill about broke the record at yeah, Ohio State. And, I'm like, man, and then I'm like, man, that, he's a. I'll pass it over. I think he. Uh, I think he's a. Uh, he's in operations at. Uh, 
Kroger's. I knew that one for sure. All right, number three. All right, question number three. Terry McLaurin was a three-time captain at Ohio State University. And there ain't too many three-time captains, dog. Ain't too many three. That means you had to be a captain as a sophomore. And then... Did, did he stay his whole career? I, I think he had a fifth year, too. This is a guess. I don't know this one. Well, I haven't known any of them yet. We're ready? Hold on. False. Everybody's got false, except for maybe Tyvis. He got false, too. False across the board. False is across the board. Take it, Steve. False. It, false. Are there any three-time captains? JT, the only one I know. <laughs> and JT Bear had a seventh year, didn't he? I think he got you a see the or, You see the Oregon dude who's getting a ninth year of eligibility? What? He was, a, he was a freshman in 2016, and he just got granted two years extra eligibility to play. Oh, yeah, Part of that's COVID. Everybody got it. Oh, he's COVID so Wasn't he's there a guy? There was a basketball player at Purdue, some doppy-looking <laughs> white dude. He's so who, who who played there? For, I feel like seven. Robbie Hummel, maybe was his name. Oh, Hummel Robbie. was good, but Hummel didn't play that for Robbie. Robbie Hummel. Was it him? Never I don't maybe. I don't must be thinking of somebody else. But there's know. a dude on Oregon, a safety, who just got granted his eighth and ninth year eligibility. Why would he stay there that long? Is he not that good? They're getting paid nil. Yeah. Nah, that dude. <laughs> it, was a, it was a white dude that played for Indiana. He had a knee injury. Football player? Basketball dude. Oh. He played there forever. We was just like, yo, you was playing with Calvert Cheney. <laughs> then, then you just was playing. Leah, I, I'm going to mm. find out his name. Number four. All right, before we get to number four, let me give you a quick update. Mm. Got McNuggets, Tyvis, and Bull all with two. G is in the lead with three. Okay, okay. very good. The next question. Anybody see Jay McLaurin grew seven inches in one calendar year. Pause. <laughs> Super pause. <laughs> And one night I he grew up dog. Hello. I have no idea. <laughs> Lucky lady. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Satisfied. <laughs> uh, ten, seven inches. He ain't that tall. He ain't but like six foot. I think I remember reading something like this before. Pipe down. You're <laughs> <laughs> this side of the camera. <laughs> <laughs> out loud. What's the matter with you? I promise you he ain't seen these questions. Uh... Here we go. True. True. I need them to be false. Uh-oh. Tyvis is the only three dissenter. and a false, Steve, whenever you're ready. Six. True! Uh, <laughs> I needed it to be This dude six was six. five foot two. <laughs> Terry was actually five four as a freshman in and high school, and he grew seven inches that year. I damn. damn, that's crazy. That's All right, so G's got four. He's a perfect four for four, right? And you have three, and Tyvis, his teammate, two. has two. Yeah. Tyvis, his teammate. Let's remember that. That's his true. Teammate, You're Tyus. dead last with your own teammate. We're sending this to Terry. Fresh, if we ever have a freshman. Freshman in a different locker room. Give <laughs> <laughs> his number. Do I have his phone number? Yeah. Will he come on? No, but I see him every I see him every February. The Buckeye Cruise? Yep. I see him every February. When, we talk, we when you go on that cruise, I'm going to ask you. I'm going to Terry, you grew seven inches in a year. <laughs> All right, number five. You better bring All right, back question number again. five. Terry McLaurin is a two-time pro bowler. Type is looking puzzled. Everybody a pro bowler. All you gotta do is all you gotta do is be an alternate. And that's sad that that's the thing. Now all pro is different. Are you counting this year? Is this year? Yeah, if you no. count. False. Two trues, two false, Steve. Whenever you're ready. Seems too easy. Yeah! Seemed too easy. I can't get one with him. We got a three-way tie, right? Three-way tie up top. You blew it. 
That seemed too easy, right? Mike and I got it right. Gene, what year is he didn't make it? Somebody looked at this up. How many? He's only got one Pro Bowl, right? He's only got one Pro Bowl. Yeah. yeah. How? 2019. Because he hasn't put up huge numbers. They don't have good quarterbacks. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he's put up good numbers, but not. not y'all be, Bowl y'all be telling me a thousand is the truth. A thousand. Oh. <laughs> Twelve hundred. That 1200. Yeah, yeah, like. Yeah, but Donald Peoples Jones ain't going to no Pro Bowl. No, he has about 700. Let's be real. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Our next question. Wait a second, wait a second. The standings, we got a three-way we tie, correct? We give you an update after this. Yeah, we got a three-way tie, though. McLaurin next question. Specific time. Terry McLaurin leads the commanders in receiving touchdowns this season. Nah, bro. I don't believe that. I believe this. False. You didn't get all that. You've been debunked. Everybody good? False. false. Logan Thomas, tight end. That's a double false for McNuggets. I think it's. I think it's. Uh, uh, Curtis Samuel. Steve, whenever you're ready. It's Antonio Gibson. <laughs> All y'all is wrong. You're right. It is false, but y'all wrong on the player. Y'all think it is. Who is it's it? Actually, Jahan Dotson. He has seven. Oh, he does. He's I would missed not, a bunch. Of you know, this, did everybody you know, say false there? Yeah. Yep. yeah. All right, what's the standing? The there? sick thing is, I had him on my fan. I drafted him. Here's the updated standings. He couldn't be healthy. You got McNuggets, you got G, and you got Bull all with five. Sivers, you bringing up the rear with three, man. And we only got two. We only got two more questions. And we have two more questions. Can't win them all. We are all five out of six. All right. <laughs> That's probably a fact. <laughs> Next question. Terry McLaurin was originally denied. What does that mean, Urban exactly? Meyer like he was not offered a scholarship? What do you mean, pro- proposition? I believe, because it sounds very urban. Like, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> I'm denied? What are you talking about? What does that mean, exactly? Like, yeah, denied a scholarship. Okay. Okay. Right. Uh, true. You was a special teams dude. Now you rich. Shout out to you. Started, I got true. Started from the, the bottom. The answer is true. I, I know the story. Everybody's got true. Started Everybody's got true. Steve, whenever you're ready. You want to hear the story real quick? Yes. So he was like a two or three star recruit coming out of high school. Like a, not a big time name. And he wanted to go to Ohio State camp. Went to camp after being denied by Urban Meyer, who was like, we have no interest in you. Put on like the best camp performance they've ever seen at Ohio State. He offered him on the day. Don't they call it Friday Night Lights or something? What, what is that called? Don't y'all got Someone, that? Yeah, Whatever it was, he was like two or three star recruit. All right, fellas. It is a Tyvis has been eliminated. Sorry, Tyvis. It happens. But a three-way tie for the lead. We are all six out of seven. The rest of us. All right. So McNugget's story was a perfect segue to this next question. Ooh. Terry McLaurin was a five-star recruit in 2004. <laughs> I guess we all know the answer. <laughs> My bad. Did not know that was. If you want to prove that I did not know what was coming, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Ahead. False. Sorry, guys. All right. Well, we got a three-way tie. Don't worry. We got bonus questions. All right. We all so got just, just curious, though, because McDougat said he was a two- or three-star recruit. Do anybody actually know how many stars he had when he was recruited? Because it's not two or three. It's one. He was a four-star recruit. Uh, oh. Look at you. You were wrong. Well, I, I was definitely wrong. I He told the story on a podcast. Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe you he was trying it. to make the story sound hey, man, better. Hey, don't, don't let the truth get in the way of the story. No, he was on part of my tape. All right, what's the tiebreaker? You got one? All right, so here's the first of two tiebreaker questions. I'm okay. going to answer them anyway. Terry McLaurin won Senior Bowl MVP. Well, good question. I have That's hard to do that. 
Well, we're still going to be... Well, we're not necessarily tied, because one of us could say one answer, the other two could say the other, and be wrong. Uh, Senior Bowl MVP. Senior Bowl MVP. I'm going gut here. I'm saying true. Oh, we all said true. We all said true. Is Tyvis finally going to get one right? Three trues, one false. The answer is true. He was. He actually got the award a year later. Uh, I think uh, the ceremony was canceled due to COVID. Mm. So he received his uh, award a year later. Okay. All right. Comes down to this. Tiebreaker two. Steve, Steve Becker better be working on if, the... And Steve, if if we're still tied after this, we got to have the third tiebreaker be not a true or false. Yeah. got to be Steve a number. Steve is already working on that. Okay, good. All right, so the last tiebreaker. Y'all ready? Yep. Let's do it. Terry McLaren was Indiana's Mr. Football. <laughs> Not a great football state. Four-star recruit. Is he even from Indiana? Yeah. He's from Indiana for sure. He was Indiana's what? Say again. Question again. Mr. Football. Mr. Football. I'm saying true. I had false. If it's true, I win. If not, it's a Mikey and, McB- and a G tiebreaker. Ready? Let's see it. The answer is true. Yes! <laughs> Two in a row, baby! Two in a row! I am the champion of champions! I want to come out here and prove how easy You're this You're not was the champion of champions, okay? <laughs> yes, I am. Cut that out. I've won two in a row, uh, three of the last four. That I'm hurts. How many total? That hurts. Bulls like at four or five? crazy. That hurts. That, listen, that's the one. All right, you got me by one or two right now. <laughs> that hurts. But I'm red hot. I'm like Jordan out here at six <laughs> I you, I'm you trying to. in the slump, though. I Jay's know. won two. I know. G's won one or two. I've won lost three of the last four. Lost my yeah. Jay's only won two total. I wait he's no, won two recently. I'm waiting on somebody to catch me six rings so I can get to Robert Horry and get seven. Nah, Mike Polk's mm. the worst at this game. Polk hated it so much, he just yeah. refused to well, play. Well, he only played it once. Question two. Yeah, he, he kind of like. It, remember he was cleaning out his change purse <laughs> doing bills? He was cutting <laughs> it was snowflakes. <laughs> All right. The, the chat kept asking, what's that noise? It sounds like someone's He was up here cutting coupons. <laughs> <laughs> he had to go thrift shopping with him. All right. I forgot what we're talking about next. So you. So we're going to try something there. a little different today. Yeah. The Brown spoke earlier today. Yeah. We saw a couple of tweets. We was going to throw them at you guys and get your uh, instant reaction on what I like you it. thought they had to say. Cool. But before we do that, man, let's talk about Cleveland whiskey. Yeah, you know, let's do that. Cleveland, Wh- Cleveland Whiskey's Christmas bourbon is available now. Visit your local liquor store to take some home today. Whiskey without limits. Please drink responsibly. How many I shots? Still have not had that yet. How many shots could y'all drink drink before y'all would get twisted? One of Cleveland whiskey. And yeah, one. Tyvis has never had a Sip. drink. Sip. Yeah. Gone. This would be laughing uncontrolled. What about you, boo? Uh, you're not a drinker seven. either. I'm not a drinker. I could drink beer and not get too drunk too quick, but. Whiskey, probably two shots I'd be feeling it. What I, about you? I could hold my own pretty well. Oh, for real? Yeah. You yeah. weigh about 18 pounds. What I, are you I drink about? a decent amount. All right. You're a big drinker. <laughs> All right. We'll see. Tyvis we'll is see. smart. He Not as much drink. as G, though. I'll tell you that. G without drinking. I'm, I, I don't have. You I don't got have, you by 100 pounds. I don't have it like I used to. I used to be able to. We used to say, bro, if you ain't doing eight shots, you ain't good. Yeah, eight yeah. shots. Eight, I'm, eight, I'm feeling eight, pretty you, good after eight shots. Eight shots? Listen, I got all kind of game plans of going. Move. All right, Look at all right so the first uh, comment first came comment. from Browns tight end David Njoku. 
Uh, he talked about missing out on the playoffs and whether that's frustration, disappointment, or anger. He said, quote, all of the above. Going into every year, you have high hopes and goals, and when you don't reach them, it's upsetting. So your all initial thoughts to that. Mikey? I'm, I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, you go in each season, you don't want to finish last place in the division. That's never a goal a team sets out. And Njoku's a guy who has exceeded, I think, all of our personal expectations for him this year. Mm-hmm. Yet at the same time as made maybe the most miraculous catch we saw in the NFL on that fourth down to send the Tampa Bay game to overtime and then dropped an easy touchdown. So he has been kind of a microcosm of the Brown season as a whole where we've seen some tremendous highs, some tremendous lows, times where they've exceeded expectations and time when they've been significantly under expectations. So, yeah, it doesn't surprise me to hear him say, yeah, we're disappointed. I'd much rather hear that than say, gee, I'm so happy I have to start my Christmas holiday vacation soon. I'll see you in Cancun in two weeks, but I love, I'm not sure what else he's supposed to say. I love, I love, I just, you know who I love listening to? I just love listening to Coach Prime talk because he'd come in and be like, hey, hey, that ain't it. Some of y'all not going to be here next year. Facts. Like, I, do I love that. I do appreciate a coach Yo. that is not afraid to say what is on that, That's They say, well, Coach Prime, why would you say that? You because, respect the truth. Because guess what? Watch the tape. This is not, this is not, some of y'all, like when people say, it's easy for people to say, I'm angry. But you ain't seeing that though. Where, when, where's the helmet throwing? Where's the, where the chalkboard moving? Where, where the, have, have you had, have you heard anything during the year that's findable? From the team? From the players or, or the coaching staff where you'd be like, oh, he gonna get fined for that. No, no. Uh, Miles Garrett is that's because comments. Well, that's because that's a off the culture of the head coach. Obviously, he tells them not to talk to the. He'd have to now. get. I'm gonna be honest. I mean, yeah. the head, everybody, your your how your leader is. Everybody in that building, when they deal with media, they kind of deal with it pretty much the same, and that's all because of his umbrella. He would have to find me. Weeks. But in reality, G, most coaches, me. most NFL coaches, don't give you much in press conference. Well, I, as a player, yeah, I respect a player that says, "Look, bro, this is this. We we comfortable with this. We way too comfortable. We comfortable with taking out." But it's how easy. many guys say that? That's that's something you, I agree with you. you. To, I like that too. But you guys won't don't get do that. that until the post your 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 exit interview. Running back from the running back from the Raiders. But also, real, real quick though, Josh I, Jacobs. Josh Jacobs just went off. He did. He I did didn't see that. Yeah, he said he's not going to be in. He's a free agent anyway, so back that's here. part of it. But yeah. you can talk differently to college athletes than you can to pros, and they react. Like, I don't think Dion, what he said to Colorado in that first meeting, which I loved for the record, necessarily works. Urban Meyer's a perfect example of that. Urban Meyer could not relate. Your could boy not, could, could not, not relate, relate to well, 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 here, well, here's the thing, though. The reason why Dion could and Urban couldn't, because he could go in and be like, oh, I played at a higher level than you did, so stop playing. Don't act like I don't know what, what I don't know. And Urban... Took a are little too about, far. Are you talking about in college or in the NFL? In the, in the NFL, okay. I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make an example out of one or two guys. Like you, and then you gotta win. Urban wasn't winning, and then he didn't keep the same energy, right? If if you're a coach and you, they be preaching, hey, we accountable. Don't be outside. Don't be doing nothing. Keep your nose in the playbook, and then they catch you, and you you kind of outside. I I <laughs> do think you're right. I mean, like obviously the uh, coach prime has credibility in an NFL locker room that most other coaches would not have. Mm-hmm. However, I do think it's harder with the mo- like I feel like like when Larry Bird became the coach of the Pacers. That was like what, 20 years ago? Yeah. Like he he you always hear about like the guys loved him, the guys who played for him. He was a bit of a hard ass. I don't know if he could do that now with him. Like and I know the NBA is different than the NFL, 
But players, I feel like nowadays are more sensitive to that. Hey, listen, <laughs> are they? Every, the, the world, the, the one, yeah. Listen, yeah, it's a world I, thing. I, here, and my thing is, as a coach, you got to realize it like this, man. Either you're gonna come in and you're gonna do what you're gonna do, or you're gonna be on the unemployment line. Yeah. Like, so you can. I think every coach comes in and has a plan what they want to do, <clears throat> and then they get halfway through and be like, I just need to tread water. I need to just float. Yeah. I'm not going to brock the ball, but you're well, going to get fired regardless. But that's why guys like Mike Tomlin and Harbaugh, who, you know, are not infallible. They make mistakes at times. But those guys are in positions where they can do whatever the hell they want because they've been there a long time. Like, you, and Belichick the same way. Andy Reid the same way. Like, you reach a level of that. It's harder to do that as an, a first-time coach in your first couple of years. I'm not, I'm not saying it's any coach. It's much harder in that. Mike Tomlin could say to, you know, some random Joe on the Steelers, get the F out of my locker room or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like the players love I, him already. Same thing with Harbaugh and these yeah. other guys. I don't you, know, you the, the players that. actually love Belichick. I, I got to ask Leroy that like you respect him. You know, he's a great coach. I wonder if they actually love him. I know. You feel like the players love I Harbaugh. Like, and I know Asante Samuel don't. You don't like love is a love it. Yeah, you, yo, a, I feel like your players have to have a healthy fear. Yes. of me not playing. That's sure. me not getting another job. Or me not getting that paycheck that come in. Every but don't you think, G, that that part of the problem <coughs> is the organizations? There's too much ass kissing of players, I, I, and so the like the GMs and the owners kiss the players' ass sometimes. It's becoming a players' and, league, and and, and and so the coaches don't have that authority in all cases, and that's why and that's you, a problem. You and if you're a manager, everyone needs an advocate. Like when the first time I, I started working in the office. And I was managing like 30 people. These people have been there years older than me. Like these guys are, are accomplished. And so when I got there, I couldn't just come in and be like, you know what, y'all gonna do it my way because I just said so. You gotta actually get you some advocates. But after yeah. a while, after the second or third year, I got to be there four years. I realized giving certificates and awards ain't gonna make certain people do certain things. Mm. Some people gonna try you. And then you gotta make an example like, no, we're not even gonna do this here. So I think Kevin Stefanski needs, uh, and he did what he had to do with Miles Garrett, and I and I agree with you. Sometimes, and I think Miles trying him a little bit. He might, he was he, right. Let me see if I can get away with this. And he did what he was supposed to. He's like, no, we're not going to do that. But you got to keep it real all the way around, though. It's a players' league, though, and I, nine out of ten times, and the Jets are the only team I can think of right now, where the coach beats out the quarterback in the situation where they're Zach Wilson's gone. They're moving on from Zach Wilson. Robert Sala is going to stay at the head coach. Russell Wilson's been just as bad as Nathaniel Hackett this year, if not worse. Hackett, gone. Well, it's easier to change the coach. However, in that particular case, what are you going to do? Russell Wilson's got a huge contract. But, but you can't just cut him. That's my, it's a player's league, so there's yeah. only so much. Well, but I don't think that, that particular example is about a oh, look, player's look at the, league. Look at the Raiders, I, I think it's more about the contract. <laughs> look at the Raiders, then. Who's, who's gone after this season, McDaniels or Carr? Neither. Carr. If anything, <laughs> I don't think either. I, agree maybe, with yeah, I think Carr's but, gone. But if anything, Carr might be gone before McDaniels. In, and I don't think McDaniels, I think McDaniel's has done an awful job in New Orleans. Dennis Allen sticking around? Yes. Unless, unless, unless uh, what's his name wants to come Sean back? Sean Payton. Payton. Sean Payton wants to come back. So I just think uh, Cliff Kingsbury's out and Kyler might. But be Cliff Kingsbury's done a terrible job. He deserves to. I don't understand <laughs> how he got his job in the first. Well, me either. <laughs> that's my, Let me explain. That's let, my point, though. It's Cliff a Kingsbury has, has been so a much co- more leeway than coaches. Cliff Kingsbury, I think, has only had a winning season between college and the NFL like two times out of ten years. <laughs> once. No, no, including college. Yeah, once. I, no, well, he had once in college. 
in a winning season. He had Patty, didn't he? I don't think so. I, I looked at Patrick Mahomes. They were good. He, no, they were five and seven. But his teams five and I, seven I and six every year. I think in, if you include playoff wins <laughs> and bowl and bowl game wins, he has like one. So he's Stefanski <laughs> then, right? He's worse than that because he's been doing it for a longer time. <laughs> he got one win. Hey, I was. You can see the the rest of these teams is more aggressive in New York. We sat around with three, four years with Baker trying to figure out what we they got rid of Zach Wilson the fastest I've ever seen him. That ain't it. <laughs> well, Bye. the Cardinals got rid of Josh Rosen and one. Jo- they, they, the but rest of these they're not a good like, organization either, and neither are the Jets. We gotta go. We got any more questions? Yeah, we got one more question. Uh Greg Newsom spoke to the media, and I thought this one's pretty interesting because the questions that we've been uh asking is what to look for in the last two games, what the Browns will look like. And this is what he had to say. He said, uh same way we treat every game, every practice, we're going to compete. Playoffs is out of the question, but plenty of things we can do out there. So just compete. Y'all, ain't, y'all, y'all ain't been competing like that. Stop that. Listen, come on. There's one in college, one in the NFL. I will say so this. Yeah. My, my reaction to that quote is, and for the guys that's going to make this roster next year, that's going to be around next year, if you're going into these games like that, I think these games tell the most. Like, if I'm a player, I'm going to watch how certain players go about these games because – it tells you that when t- when times get hard and things is not looking great, how do they respond? Like when now that the playoffs is out, now that we just playing because do you play because you like being out here on this field with me, or is right. we, we just counting up a check and trying to get to the, our vacation yeah. spot? And I think that matters because it tells the person that they are. So for me, I'm going out there. I would compete just like he's saying, and I'm actually gonna pay attention to these games more defensively because there's gonna be some changes made. But I think some people can actually stick around due to the fact how they handle these next couple of games. I want to see some of the young guys. You've got a perplexed look on your face. What, what did he talk about competing? The defense ain't competed all year. They've like, been, they, they've been getting takeaways. They, they met them little takeaways. Them little they've, little, been, they've been little. given takeaways. Them little tip pad. They, I ain't seen nobody they go. Count. I ain't seen nobody go put their hat. On the book, bo- John Johnson did the other week. I'm about to say, <laughs> thank you. Denzel Ward made an aggressive. Thank you. Okay. Against Baltimore. But when we talk about but generally, you're right. The aggressive nature of the defense is not there. When somebody runs the ball for 200 some odd yards, you aren't competing. That's a shame. I don't see defensive tackles clawing, fighting, scratching. I don't see nobody getting held, swinging on no offensive lineman. You getting put in the dirt. You keep getting back up. And you just walk around. I don't even see nobody screaming loud. Like they don't like that stuff is the coach speak stuff. Like you got to break that down and get get that kind of rhetoric out. When you start the, the only analytics I want to see is them analytics that say you giving up 200 a game and them boys be sitting right in your face. You don't compete. No, you got to be by Taysom Hill last week. By the way, the uh, former Guardian former Indians pitcher Corey Kluber assigned with the Red Sox. Hmm. Off the table. Off the table. It's one of the guys you had mentioned. Slowly like but surely, everyone's off the table for the Guardians there, Bull. Yeah, I don't like that. But anyway, there's still other pictures. I thought we were spending money. I thought we, we did. They have. 30 million, baby. <laughs> okay. Or 30, 39 million. It's more, than, it's more than what we usually do. The dude from the mess with that at Kroger. I mean, we're dealing with yeah. Giant Eagle. He's yeah. that on produce alone. <laughs> Random fruits that he's not going to eat. And silverware. Plastic forks. Do we do we assume the Browns are last in the NFL in rushing yards allowed by the defense? They're not. Are they not? No. Take uh, Brown's defensive ranks, whatever that is. They're like 25th or 6th. Take tag board uh, PFF grades. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, They're not. 
I, I, okay, so I'm, I, I, like I asked all the rest of you. I mean, are you, like, to me, I, I, people may say, dang, G. Bush, you in your bag today. Like, you really pessimistic about the Browns. I I don't, I really don't, I really don't like anything about what the Browns are doing yeah. right now. The Browns are 25th in rushing yards allowed. I don't like per game. You don't like nobody, nothing? Mm. I don't really like, I don't know what they're good at. DPJ is good at returning punts. <laughs> He's been pretty good. All right, guys, let's get off the pitch. depressing Browns for a few minutes. Let's see this beat. And hear a song about the impression. Yeah, we got DJ Hazmat in the building again, man. There he is. Where is he? What's up, Haz? There he is. Hey, what's going on? Can How are you? Week two. That, I, I, How y'all doing? I told him, hey, don't be calling him DJ. That's not it. That's Has. just like. <laughs> well, you should have told us that before. Well, you, we you, spoke to him bro, last week. They, you supposed to know that the first word DJ means disc jockey. <laughs> yeah. Everybody, everybody's I, name is I'm DJ. I'm blaming Jay because Jay started saying it. I think Jay said it first. So I'm like, well, Jay's saying that. Maybe that's what we didn't call him. Yeah, so it's almost like Dr. Man, right, DJ Doc. Man. Yeah, right. See, right. Jesse, we 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 working with him. Ass. Right. We so just working. Is it harder? Uh, <laughs> uh, is it harder to make these when the Browns lose because you're bummed and you're not maybe as enthusiastic about making it? Nah, you know what? These are all of these uh, songs are vent sessions for me. It's therapy for me to get out. Gotcha. How I felt about the game. So if I'm mad about stuff that happened, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put it in the, I'm gonna put it in the song. You know what I'm saying? So right. it gives me a chance to vent. So if they they out there messing up, then it'll probably reflect in the song. Before like a therapy <laughs> session without the therapist. Before yeah. you before you play that song, I gotta ask you a question. Do you still do you still have a peek at Baker Mayfield? Do you still kind of look a little bit like 24, 28? Do you still be looking? <laughs> Of course, I watch all NFL, and he's he's a starting quarterback in the NFL. So if he happens to be playing, yeah, that's real. Go check him out. We saw him. We saw. We saw what the uh, what the Rams did the other day. We saw. We all saw it. Put fifty one on the board. Like the fifty one. He had the highest point total this season. That's crazy. I was upset. Bull was upset. Bull was very upset. Uh, listen, Baker has one good game out of every ten. We got to get frustrated by those games. <laughs> I'm still hating. Well, we got right, let's hear the song. I want to hear it. Let's get it. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Cleveland. What's going on? It's your dog, DJ Hazmat. Hey, Haz. It was the night before Christmas. It was cold as hell. Up in the dog pound. Let's go. Let's go. 
We lost to the Saints at home, huh. and we really needed the win. A team from the South used to plan in a dome, not when it's freezing with these wins. Ooh. Plus, I wanted my dogs to stay up in the hunt, even though I know the chances would be slim. But here we go, Brownies, here we go again. Gotta wait until another next season. Ooh. The day before Christmas, the coldest game ever. Conditions say run it, but Kevin too clever for his passing game to be hindered by weather. The Saints got the memo, but Kevin could never. I'm hearing it's all about Watson's development. Huh? I'm like, okay, whatever. Okay. He went 15 for 31 and a pick. So I guess he looks better. He ran a touchdown. It was seven to zip. Thanks to a pick granted by Adele Pitt. Couldn't win up by 14 if Amari Cooper didn't drop a TD when he slipped. Then a little 10-point lead start dipping. They running. We passing like Kevin, you tripping. Why get away from the run game if it's hitting? What's up with your situation? No decisions. And Joe wouldn't let one slip through his hands. Could have scored with it. He was sick, man. Watson show precision with a frozen piskin, but it's like catching a brick, man. He also had a couple overthrows. Yeah. Why the heavy passing? No one knows. I asked Santa for a victory. He gave me analytics and a lot. And that one sack, and that's wild, yo. Where did Miles go? He was stifled like a Christmas story in Cleveland. Garrett could never get to that red rifle. Two years ago, thought we were gonna make it. Now he's six and nine, and you know I hate it. Beat up by the Aints, I'm humiliated. From the postseason, we're eliminated. Huh. And you know what's worse, since we didn't get to the finish, is how we lost that stupid game to New York, and the Jets are still in it. Now all we can do is play spoiler, and apparently keep knocking rust off a $230 million 10 man out of Houston, because he was a Texan and not an oiler. Get it? Because y'all was saying that he's rusty. 700 days or whatever you were telling me, I want him to win, for real, trust me. I just didn't want to wait till next year. We've had a lot of bad luck, I got a lot of fear that things don't work out. I expect $230 million to get the dark cloud out of here. Out of here. Yeah. Hey, man. That's first, fire. First that of was all, awesome. First of all, they don't even understand. Like, he switched his flow up on that one. You know what I'm saying? You switched the flow up on that dog. I like um, the Christmas music. I like the yeah. Christmas music. Um, he's still uh, passive-aggressive to Deshaun Watson. Oh. <laughs> no, no, I don't think it's passive-aggressive. <laughs> it's just it's aggressive. aggressive. It's flat-out But you know what, fellas? It's not. I don't have anything against Deshaun Watson. No, I like know. Deshaun Watson. Yeah. It was just the decision. It got to work out. It does. Because everybody complained so bad to get this. Yep. <laughs> it's like, okay, you got it. You got that call. It's got to work out. You got to have that payment, too. I think that I think that counts as a Christmas song now, doesn't it? Yes, I it, think does. it does. And I, I don't like, I, I find most Christmas songs unlistenable because I've heard them all 7,000 times. I'm sick of hearing them. This is now, to me, my favorite Christmas song. Hey. <laughs> Imagine if they had won. Has yeah. you mentioned? I, you know what I like? I like that I'm bridging the gap and 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 being able to get people to tune in and listen to the actual lyrics. So yeah, yeah. you know, a lot of times people don't necessarily pay attention to a rapper's lyrics or they can't follow them. And so I'm one of the things I'm most proud of about these videos is that it's bringing a a, a variety of different audiences and 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 it's actually introducing some people to bars you know some yeah. people may not have ever paid attention to bars yeah. before and clever punchlines and things yeah. of that nature so I, I think it's a great point because i feel like for me I, when i was a kid in the 80s and 90s i feel like the rap music in though in that era it was more about the lyrics and i mm -hmm. the lyrics like made more sense to me than now i half the time i can't it's, even understand the it's lyrics. mumble it's rap mumble rap. Rap. yeah yeah, mumble, yeah, yeah. Let me go hey, real quick yeah Jay-Z famously said, do you listen to music or do you just skim through it? Either. Mm -hmm. I'll be skimming That's through deep. it. That's deep. 
Do you listen to? <laughs> And then Eminem went on vibe. to go off. On I the love the lyrics. Song. I like the music too, but I, I think I mean, your creativity with the lyrics is just so, so awesome. Hey, bro, Thank I'm about, you. To, I'm about to listen that. to Renegade when I leave. <laughs> now, now, <laughs> I'm, now I'm sitting here thinking, like, when you confused, when you just, you know, there's some people who believe the Cleveland Browns run the ball enough. Uh, where mm-hmm. do you stand? Where do you stand on that? Because you you had a couple bars in there. Like, what's going on? Everybody got the memo. It's 50 degrees below zero. Why are you throwing the ball all these times? <laughs> right. I think, yes. I think that um, if you look at the numbers, I mean, you can go through the numbers of most of the games and see that a lot of times we pass more than we run. Or there'll be more passing attempts than Nick Chubb attempts. And this might not have been the case this time. He did run the ball 24 times for 92 yards. But... It should have been more because it wasn't, you know, people were complaining about drop passes, but I don't stand out there in below zero temperatures and have somebody with the arm strength of Deshaun Watson fire that ball at you and see if it don't bounce off your hand. Because when the ball is that cold and it's hitting your hands like a brick, that's a hard, that's a hard ball to catch. So to to still try to have a well-balanced passing attack in a in a in a circumstance like that, I didn't necessarily understand it because the running game was was effective. We were playing against a team who wasn't necessarily good against the run. So I just feel like sometimes Kevin just does not. I don't think Kevin's a running style coach. I think he likes to have it equal all the time. It's like he's going to get his passes in regardless. Yeah. Do you do you think that because of Deshaun Watson being rusty that he feels like, you know, yes, the run game might be working, but it's still my duty to get this guy ready and still knock the rust off some of that's that. why he's throwing the ball even though sometimes he necessarily don't have to but it's like even if the season's over but you're, like he's you're still gonna have it ready but you're gonna have an entire off season to do that you know what i'm saying yeah, but you have to be you have situations guys, where you could have won these games to be fair 14 of the 31 passes were on that final drive 14 yeah and at that point there wasn't a lot of time they had no timeouts they had to throw the ball in that last drive has, has, a, has a Browns player ever reached out to you after the game when they see your song on YouTube and <laughs> said they liked it, didn't no. like it? No. No. That's crazy. To me. be honest, it's, it's, I've never heard from a Browns player about Coach? any of these videos. That's and, wild. In the three years what that I've been that? doing them. We'll, we'll I mean, sure I've run into former it. Browns players that yeah. have seen them. But current, actually, I've had, the only thing that comments on my videos yeah. is, uh, is um, um, Hunt Senior? Okay, Kareem okay. Hunt Senior. So he comments. He's 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 leaving comments on my on my videos when I post them on Facebook, and I'm like, is this the real Kareem Hunt Senior? <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> about the video. But um, but yeah, I mean, I I would love to know what what the current Browns players think about the songs, especially if if I call their names out in the. Uh, in the video, here's what we're they gonna do. Next time we get a Browns player on, we're we, we gonna get. Here's what would you do? We go get a Browns player. We talk to DJ Hazmat, and we tell him we're gonna drop this dish record. You got 28 hours to respond. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, they don't want to go there. Battle like, <laughs> rapping used to be my thing. See, if he do, if he if he drops some ball, Don Demarco. Hey, 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 listen, he damn. If he drops some bars, 
a, a disc record, a whole disc record. Yeah, they'll, they'll respond. Oh, we don't need a disc record. We just need. Guys, we're out of time. Has we appreciate you joining us again and unveiling your your song with us. And we'll be excited to have you on again next week. Thank you. We'll talk to you next week. One more to go. I appreciate you guys. Thank yeah. you. And enjoy. Thanks, Happy New Year. All Thank right, man. Happy you. holidays, bro. Same to you. He's awesome, man. What a talent. Yeah, the line. What a talent. I wanted all I got for Christmas was analytics. And even when he makes fun of the things that I like, I find it funny. He's it's just really brilliant. creative. Brilliant. All right, Mikey, final take. Start us off real quick. Yeah, there, this will be quick. Flyers. Anthony, I'll tell you when to pull up that tag board. But the Internet can't agree on anything. Politics, sports, analytics. We are divided across every yes, spectrum humanly possible, yes, except for one thing. And that came up this weekend. Cheez-Its, a great American snack. One of the best airplane True. snacks of all time. But did you know that multiple Cheez-Its are not Cheez-Its? They're Cheez-It crackers. Let's take the tweet. This was tweeted out by Carter. I forget his last name. Carter Carroll. He covers uh, Florida State, who is in the Cheez-It Bowl. And a legitimate Cheez-It representative said two Cheez-Its are not Cheez-Its. They're Cheez-It crackers. I've never seen the internet be more united on one front. This is the dumbest the tweet I've ever seen. <laughs> the of Cheez-Its to brand sorry. themselves as Cheez-It crackers and not Cheez-Its. And you know what's stupid is this idiot representative from Cheez-Its is probably yes. making more money than all of us. Probably. probably. Just to say there's no such thing as Cheez-Its. Just it because is, of that tweet, I will refer to them as Cheez-Its. They are, they are Cheez-Its forever. They will never be Cheez-It crackers. I will never say Cheez-It crackers if we have a guest, after if today. If we have a guest come on the show and says Cheez-It crackers, I will no. drop them Nobody calls. Does, have you ever called a Cheez-It crackers? No one. In the history of Cheez-Its, in the history man, of the world, has never called them Cheez-It crackers. Man, it's, it's singular <laughs> and plural. It's like moose. It's a. It's one moose or it's 20 moose. Yeah, right. There's no meese. There's no Cheez-It crackers. Well, there's, there's no meese. This is the dumbest tweet. But there are. There is a, a mouse and mice. Well, yeah. Well, there's goose and geese, yeah. but right. there's no moose and meese. It right. is Cheez-It and Cheez-Its. Moose and meese. <laughs> it I don't know how moose and, and meese work. Anybody else work. got a rapid-fire uh, final take? Or you, you, can't, you can't top that up. That, that was, I, that I, I can't top bothered. that. That just, got me hot and bothered this weekend. You know what I say? I'll be back tomorrow. I'll save my for tomorrow. Are you back tomorrow? Oh, you're on Friday, right? No, I'm back tomorrow. tomorrow? Okay. Is Jason off tomorrow? No. G, you got a quick comment? Yeah, man. Uh... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's in stunned silence right now. Cheese it crackers. Cheez Its. United, <laughs> United behind Cheez Its. Cheez Its are better than goldfish, by the way. It's under- by the way, two underrated cookies. Uh, Fig Newtons. Great. Never heard of it. My Jewish grandparents always Disgusting. had Fig Newtons. Disgusting. I've heard never heard of it. No, they're fig. delicious. Have you actually had a Fig Newton? Oh, I don't like figs. Let me look no, at it. I've, 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 I've had Fig Newton. I'm they're delicious. Let me look that up. I'm fat. I eat all Keebler chocolate fudge wafer cookies. Have you had those? Exactly. I like the strawberry wafer. strawberry. You got to put them in the fridge, though. Gotta put them in the freezer. You put them. I put Or in the freezer, yeah. I put any cookie in the freezer. No. Oh, they're just what's the matter with you? The them? chocolate becomes like, like a hard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You skinny guys don't know. They're, what they're, they're, oh no, they That's talk about that. So, yeah, right. <laughs> shout out, shout out to my mom. It's her seventy-fourth birthday today. That is the nastiest thing I've ever heard in my that life. That is mom turned 74? Mom turned 74. No, I'm talking about the cookies. <laughs> a chocolate fudge. Oh, I'm telling you. Eat put them, Keebler chocolate fudge wafer cookies. Put them, put them in the fridge. Are those the elves? Yes. Not, but yeah. Elves. See, All right, folks. Elves. Overtime She's coming up. Gotta get out of here on that. We'll talk one. to you tomorrow. The ultimate Cleveland sports show. Don't, we love you, Cleveland. Don't take eating advice from Bull. Always do. 
How stupid. What conditions say running, but Kevin too clever for his passing game to be hindered by whether the Saints got the memo, but Kevin could never. I'm hearing it's all about Watson's development. I'm like, okay, whatever. He went 15 for 31 and a pick. So I guess he looks better. He ran a touchdown. It was seven to zip. Thanks to a pick granted by Adele Pitt. Couldn't win up by 14 if Amari Cooper didn't drop a TD when he slipped. Then a little 10 point lead. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.